0: getting ready for the King. King Jesus is coming and we need to be prepared for the ball. He's so exciting. He wants us to know what we need to look at, look like, and what our garment should look like. Did you ever wonder why in Matthew 22, talking about the ball, why that man didn't have the proper garment on? Why he was thrown out In the dark, where there's weeping and gnashing of teeth, what is that garment we are to wear? Let's find out as Jesus teaches us. We thank you, Lord. King Jesus, we honor you. We praise you. We love you. And we are about to do whatever you tell us to do. Because we love you. You said if we love you, then we would obey you. And here, we are here to do that we want to learn of you, learn of your way. Just take over, Lord. Just take over. Show us who you are. We love you and praise you. And give you all the glory right now. And so it's true. Jesus said the kingdom of heaven in Matthew 22 is likened to this. The king was having a ball and he was inviting everyone from everywhere. Long story short, everyone was invited. First, those actually that said they loved Jesus, but they didn't have time. They didn't have time. And so he started inviting everybody because the banquet table was empty. And I was in heaven, and I saw how empty that table was. And so anyway, he started inviting everyone. And then when it was time, when it was time, there was a gentleman, and he was asked, how did you get in here without the proper garment? And then he was taken out and thrown out thrown out into the outer darkness where there's weeping and gnashing of teeth. Read Matthew 22. And the reason is, is because he didn't have on the right garment. So what are we supposed to wear? What are we supposed to have on? Well, I'm going to tell you. Well, first of all, I'm going to read to you. 1 Corinthians 13, starting in verse 8, love never fails. And we know love is another name for God. Under, in, in, it bears up under anything and everything that comes. Is ever ready to believe the best of every person. Its hopes are faithless under all circumstances. And it endures everything without weakening. I'm kind of reading backwards. I started at eight and I'm going to seven. I'm known for doing things a little backwards. Six, it does not rejoice our injustice injustice and unrighteousness, but rejoices when right and truth prevail. Five, it's not conceited, arrogant, inflated with pride. It's not rude, unmannerly, does not act unbecomingly. God's love in us does not insist on its own rights or its own way. For it's not self-seeking or touchy or, or fretful or resentful. It takes no account of the evil done to it, pays no attention to a suffered long. Wrong. Verse four, love endures long and is, impatient, is patient and kind. Love never is envious nor boils over with jealousy. It's not boastful or vainglorious, does not display itself haughtily. Going back down to verse eight, love never fails, never fades out, becomes obsolete or comes to an end. As for prophecy, the gift of interpreting the divine will and purpose, it will be fulfilled and pass away as for tongues they will be destroyed and cease as for knowledge it'll pass away it'll lose its value and supersede by truth, superseded by truth. so love never fails and never becomes obsolete it, there's never going to be an end to love and we know the first and most important commandment it's to love the Lord your God with all your heart, all your soul, and all your mind. Care about what he cares about. Your life should be about what he thinks. It should be about him. And when it is, then the second most important commandment will happen, and you'll love others because he does. The most important thing to him is his children. And so when we love, then... We are like him, and we will actually be able to live with him. But we have to decide that we're going to love like he loves. We're going to be like him. And as we know, the enemy comes to try to get us to do the opposite of the word of God. He tries to come and steal God from us, so we are going to have opposition. So it's an effort to put on that garment, which is love. That garment we are supposed to have on is love. We have to learn how to love. And that's how we're going to be able to live with him forever. You have to have on that proper garment. And, you know, when we're talking about the banquet, we go to the banquet. Jesus is is inviting us ahead of time. That's why he told us what the kingdom of heaven is like. Because he wants to teach us who he is. Right now we have a choice. Are we going to live with him forever? Or are we going to be thrown out into the darkness? Are we willing to love like he does? Are we willing to look like him, to say what he says and do what he would do? Are we willing? He gave up his life for us. And he is asking us, if we're going to be his disciple, that we give up ours for his. in that work of love. I want to just pop around in Colossians 3 a little bit, starting with verse 1. If then you have been raised with Christ to a new life, thus sharing his resurrection from the dead, aim at and seek the rich eternal treasures that are above where Christ is seated at the right hand of God. Set your minds and keep them set on what's above the higher things, not the things of this earth. And really, that is a place where we mature. That, that is what Jesus said, to be like your father, to grow up, to be perfect like him, is to mature in love, to start clapping him and doing what he would do. Know what's important to him. Know what he thinks. Know what he thinks. And, and I just want to tell you the secret to know what he's thinking is to let him correct you. Let him show you how to love. Set your minds and keep them set on what is above the higher things, not in the things that are of the earth. And as far as this world is concerned, you have died. And your new real life is hidden with Christ and God. When Christ, who is our life, appears, then you will also appear with him if you do this, right? In the splendor of his glory. So kill. Deadened, deprive of power, the evil desires lurking in your members, those animal impulses and all that is earthly in you, that is employed in sin, sexual vice and sensual appetites, unholy desires, and all greed and covetousness, for that is idolatry, the defying of self and other created things instead of God. It is an account of these very sins that the holy anger of God is ever coming upon the sons of disobedience. Those who are obstinately oppressed to the divine will. Among those who once walked when you were living in and addicted to such practices. But now put away and rid yourself completely of all these things. Anger, rage, bad feeling towards others, curse, slander, mouth mouths, views, shameful utterance from your lips. Do not lie to one another, for you have stripped off the old self with its evil practices and have clothed yourself with a new spiritual life, which is ever in the process of being renewed and remodeled into fuller and more perfect knowledge upon knowledge after, thing, after the image, the likeness of him who created you. This is the Amplified Classic Bible. So we're getting these extra words in there that create that clear vision that we need to see what Jesus is saying, to see what the word is saying. And this new creation, all distinctions vanish. And this new creation, there is no room for other, or neither can there be Greek nor Jew, circumcised or uncircumcised. There's no difference between nations. Um, nor slave or free man, but Christ is all in all and everything and everywhere to all men without distinction of person. Clothe yourself, therefore, as God's own chosen ones, his own picked representatives, who are purified and holy and well-beloved by God himself by putting on behavior marked by tenderhearted pity and mercy, kind feeling, a lowly opinion of yourself, gentle ways, and practice which is tireless and long-suffering and has power to endure whatever comes with good temper. Be gentle and forbearing with one another. If one has a difference, a grievance, grievance, or complaint against another, readily pardoning each other, even as the Lord has freely forgiven you, you must also forgive. And above all else, put on love, enfold yourselves with a bond of perfectness, which binds everything together completely in ideal harmony. And let the peace, soul harmony, which comes from Christ, rule, act as empire continually in your hearts, deciding and settling with finality, all questions that arise in your minds in the peace, fullness state, to which as members of Christ, one body, you were here also called to live and be thankful appreciative giving praise to god always let the word spoken by christ the messiah have its home in your hearts and minds and dwell in you all its righteousness all as you teach and admonish and train one another in all insight intelligence and wisdom and spiritual things and as you sing psalms and hymns in spiritual songs, making melody to God with His grace in your hearts. And whatever you do, no matter what it is, and word or deed, do everything in the name of the Lord Jesus and in dependence upon His person, giving praise to God. That's as far as I'm going to read, but um, I would encourage you to read the rest of the chapter. And so that's the garment we're to wear. Love, to put up with others, to hold back, forbear. Don't argue. Just prefer that other person. We got to get to that place where we love like Jesus loves. And that happens when we learn of him, when we hang out with him, when we give up our will and say, your will, not mine. Jesus didn't argue with God. He said, if You can take this cup from me. He was just going to go through the worst ever that anyone could ever go through, and he knew it. And his flesh was fighting him. But he didn't argue. He said, you're well. When you live this life, your flesh is going to fight you. They're going to be like, what about me? This isn't fair. I'm going through this because they're going through this. It's not right. But it is right because Jesus went through what he did because of what you were going to go through. He did it for you. He put himself aside for you. And now if we want to live with him, we got to put on that garment, the one he wore, and prefer that other person. Make things right with others will make you right with Jesus. You know, sometimes it just seems like that, you know, like I said, it's not fair and it's too much. And Jesus felt that. It felt like too much. But when you give in and you don't let the enemy talk you out of it, you don't let him say, well, it's not fair and you shouldn't have to go through that. You don't have to be that their doormat. You know, why are you why are you doing all these things for them when they treat you terrible? You look like a fool. And we often do. We look like a fool. But we're gonna have that garment without spot or wrinkle. We're gonna be able to. Be with Jesus forever. But if we won't put up with others, if we got to have our way, if we're first and they're second, we're not going to have a place with him. He's not going to be preparing a place for us with him to go live with him. But we're going to be thrown out into the outer darkness where there's weeping and gnashing of teeth. So um, chapter 22... I just want to read that instance to you. First of all, he said, Friend, how did you come in here without putting on the appropriate wedding garment? And he was speechless, muzzled, and gagged. Then the king said to the attendants, Tie him hand and foot and throw him into the darkness outside where there will be weeping and grinding of teeth because he wouldn't love, because he wouldn't take the time to get to know Jesus. If we think we're going to move in with him, then we got to be in agreement with him. We have to become like him. You've probably heard me say this before, but he said this to me one day. He said, so many of my children, they think they're going to move in with me one day. But right here and right now, they don't have time for me. They don't agree with me. But still, they think they're going to move in with me. Matthew 22 is about that. We didn't have time. I got to do this. I got to do that. I don't have time. It wasn't important to them. It wasn't important. It's not important to many of us to become like him. We just think because we're taught wrong. Lots of times people don't open the Word of God to find out the truth, and they're told everyone goes to heaven because God loves everyone. He loves you. He loves you dearly. And that's why we have the Word. That's why He's sending us out to tell you the truth. The kingdom of God is likened to. We have to know Him and become in in agreement with Him. He said, if you love me, you'll obey me. But how can we do that if we don't have time? If we're not interested in really knowing him, we're not going to be able to move in with him because you have to give up your will for his will. You have to give up your rights to love that person that he loves. If you're willing to love like him, you're going to be able to wear that garment Jesus took me to heaven, and I saw my dress hanging there from the sky, and it was flowing. I saw it. It didn't have a spot or a wrinkle on it. It was beautiful. Before that, he was showing me that he was unacquainted with me because I wasn't paying attention. I wasn't doing what he said. I've gotten off track so many times since that. And I want to tell you, the enemy is out, as Jesus said, to still kill and destroy, and he's going to come against you, and he's going to try to get you. He's going to use your flesh to get to you, to make it all about you. It's all about you. That's, that's how he works. It's you. I feel prompted to tell you this quick little Um, happening. My mom was in her 80s and she wanted to go. She just wanted to go. She was so tired. And the enemy came against her and got her out of her love love walk. And um, I just like to say he just spun her in circles and threw her and wherever she landed, he didn't care. And so she was living in unforgiveness, not love. It was about her. And... So as she's asking God why she's still here, because he did tell her she could come, he told her she had to forgive first. And she couldn't do it without his help because she was so hurt. But then she did it. She reached out and said, not my will, but your will. And he helped her. And then he took her home. She got to go be with him. You know, you might leave here before he comes. And you might even be suffering and wanting to go. But he's going to do everything in his power to make sure that you're ready. He's going to send people to you, he's going to warn you over and over again. He wants you to make it. He told my mom she wasn't ready and she couldn't come yet because if she doesn't, if she's not in agreement with him, she can't live with him and she would have went to hell. You don't want to go to hell. You don't want to be thrown out into the darkness where there's weeping and gnashing of teeth. So right here and right now, we have time to get it together. He's allowing us time. He hasn't come yet because we haven't the garment on. He never asked Jesus to come live on the inside of you. He's knocking at the door of your heart. In Revelation 3.20, he said, if you heed his voice, he'll come live on the inside of you. The verse before he said that he corrects those he loves. That's what he's doing. That's how he's preparing us, correcting us, showing us his way. Love is the most important thing. And when you love, everything else will fall into place. Everything else will fall into place when you love. And so if you're willing to put yourself aside and put your will down for his and love that impossible person in your life, then I want you to pray with me today. It's not just a prayer that you pray and you get to go to heaven. It's a change we read. You put on that new creature, that new person that is recreated in Christ Jesus. You become like him, and you put that old person away. You're not that person anymore. And if that's what you want, then you're serious about changing. Then you are. If you don't want that, then you're just going to Live deceived and thinking that you can just live any old way you want. God loves you and you're still going to be able to go to heaven, but it's not true. Read the word, look at it. Pray with me, Jesus, we thank you and praise you for telling us the truth. We want to know the truth and live in the truth. Jesus, I want to be corrected. Keep correcting me. Keep correcting me so that I'm like you. I want to look like you. I want to have that garment that I saw hanging there, that I saw on myself, ready that day when I stand before you. Teach us to love. Lord, we commit to you to be that beautiful bride without spot or wrinkle. Lord, I pray for everyone listening right now that you would just make yourself known to them and know that this is truth that they're hearing, that we change into your likeness so that we can live with you. I thank you that you're faithful to do that, to touch our hearts and speak to us so that we know that it's you. We know the truth. And also that you empower us to do that truth. That you don't expect us to do it without you. We submit to you. We refuse to put ourselves first before that next person. It's all about you. It's all about love. And then that love that recreates us thank you that would be catchy and we'd be representing you not ourselves thank you for helping us we love you and praise you and give you all the glory jesus has a word he wants you to just give him a chance Take the time to get to know him so that he can make you happy with the truth. So the truth doesn't feel like a punishment, but it's joy. Because that truth brings you joy, sets you free from the bondage that the enemy tries to keep you in. Come to me, all who are weary. In heaven, elated, and I will give you rest. Thank you, Jesus. He is so good to us. He's so in love with you. Just give him a chance, like he said. Just give him a chance. He'll show you who he is. And that loving, putting yourself second is so much better than trying to get your own way. It makes you miserable. And it it just gets worse and worse and worse. And then you're living under the curse instead of being blessed. Thank you so much for listening today. God bless you.